The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 22nd of March, if you can believe it, 2018. I was saying, um, we were talking, I was over at my sister's house, and I have uh, four nieces and two nephews there, and they range from 16 down to 7, and I was talking to Olivia, who is, I, I think she's she is... Uh, the businesswoman out of all of them at, at 11 or 12, but I'm not sure yet, but she's incredible. And I and I said to her, we were talking about school and, and how fast things are going. She even said to me at 12 that this year went fast for her. I said, okay, I, I mean, I guess I'm not the only one. So, you know, first day of spring was this week, and uh, in Albany, New York today, it's sunny. It's about 40 degrees out, and the snow's starting to melt, and that's good for walking with stones, and that's what I'm really ready to do, so we'll go from there. But, as I always do, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and say and repeat after me, I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Why? Because what have we been doing here for the last two and a half months all the rewiring of the frontal lobe I've been doing, I've been doing some monstrous things mentally. And it is changing so many things that I believe needed to be changed out of me. If you want financial success, if you want to look at things in a different way, and if you especially want your training, your relationships, your prosperity, all these things to change, you're going to have to do it. But I will warn you right up front, as I've said this, it can be very painful. And we're going to get into this more and more because I'm telling you right now, old habits, I don't care who you are, are very hard to destroy. Now, would I tell you not to do this? I would say jump on the train today and start. But it's going to take a lot of thinking, a lot of research, and a lot of being a doer. And when you can do stuff like that, you can have success. We'll go over in this more and more, but we've been hitting this a lot this week. Um, we hit it big with um, Mike Gillette the other day. I mean, uh, we even got into Think and Grow Rich, um, and I talked about Chapter 10 about men and uh, useless things like wasting uh, some important things on yourself. Uh, for self-gratification because it does not get you anywhere when you are going after big dreams. And we talked about the women in the background, your wife, the influences on all these things that men need. They need to have a strong woman behind them, and the woman needs the same thing. It's just very interesting. I'm not going to get back into it again because I could take a whole show on that. You need to go out and read Chapter 10 of Think and Grow Rich. And I don't care if it was written in the 20s or 30s, whatever it was. It is so pertinent to where you can get in your life. And belief is the main cog in the wheel. If you have a strong belief, 
no matter what happens to you, you can get there. So check that out. It will really enhance your life. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. Right now, that's our biggest product to date. 14 modules that will set you on fire, literally. I mean, dips, pullovers, you name them, high shrugs, stuff that you'd never see in many gyms anymore. Um, all things that will make you into whatever you want to be. Things that were not, were, that were always very successful many, many years ago. But I think a lot in today's world, for most people, it's too damn hard. But we don't espouse to that. So look at that. Also, look at our Prosperity Conscious page. Um, that is donations, $25, 50 and $100. You will get one to two to three things for each donation. Um, goes right to my PayPal account. Bingo. It's like one hit, you're all done. And I thank everybody in advance for that because this show, as it keeps growing, it is becoming very expensive to run. But as Dr. Wong says, terrestrial radio is coming in your future and soon doesn't matter what it is we just want to get this out to everyone we want solutions for the world and if you know how we do things around here you will know that we are going to do that also too don't forget about the manly men's movement um this is at a critical time we feel that young men and obviously adult men a lot of them are just walking around with their heads in the clouds come on in We talk about all those things. We talk about training. We talk about books. We talk about philosophy. It's all these things because there's a lot of young kids that are just walking around and they're either getting in trouble or you see all the stuff. I don't, I'm not a big news watcher, but boy, oh boy, I mean, I'm not that old and I, I never remember shootings like and things of that nature like now. Um, we've got to make strong men and women out there and we want, to offer everything we got here. So check all that out. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. There's over 800 shows already, and we're only about three and a half years old now. That's phenomenal in the industry. Um, If I wasn't getting pulled out of here so much, we'd probably have a 1,000 by now. Um, It's all out there. Go out and check that out. Also, too, um, go out to motivationmuscle.com. Um, sign up for a free newsletter. It goes right to my MailChimp account. Anytime I put anything out, it's loaded with content. It'll go into your inbox. Also, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And also, too, don't forget I'm doing free strategy sessions for training. Free. And if you're in the Albany, New York area, come on up here. I'll give you the best hour you've ever had training. Or if you have Skype, we can, we're all over the world. Anybody that knows us, we're everywhere. I mean, we've even reached out to Brazil and Italy now. So this place is literally on fire and I couldn't be happier. And stick around because the ride's going to get bigger and better all the time. Well, everyone knows my feeling on bringing new people into the family. And before I introduce this woman, um, I saw Nicole. Um, I, I, I'm going to give a little lineage this quick. Um, Nicole Davis is her name, and she trains in Ryan Stewart's gym, and, I, and she instructs there. And I saw her pull up a circus dumbbell, and the minute I saw her press it, I said, i got to get a hold of her. I said, I want her coming into the family. I, I love all that stuff. We were talking a little bit about uh, her Facebook page. 
um, there's some women on it that are on the very top, and I asked her because it looked like vaudeville to me, you know, using the weights of that era, and it's really spectacular to see, and I love all that stuff. It, 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 it This is what we need more of, but we'll get into this. So, um, obviously, I contacted Nicole because we just had Ryan on here, maybe if two, it, it's not even two weeks yet, um, and I said, you know, I'd love for you to come on. Well, she accepted. So I'm going to introduce Nicole momentarily, but I want to give you a little information on her. Number one, she's a strength coach at Black Flag Strength Fitness. Now, that's Ryan's establishment out in Utah. She's also a strong woman. She's a coach for Body Strong by Nicole. Um, a former CrossFit Level 2 trainer and a strong first instructor. So, Nicole, welcome to the family. Um, this is your first show, no pressure. Um, we're glad to have you here, and uh, Happy New Year. Thank you, Eric. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. A little nervous, but I am uh, excited for today, and um, I thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. Now, any websites, anything I missed, uh, be, feel free to give it out. Okay, um, I'm on the web at www.bodystrongslc, that's for Salt Lake City, .com. Um, that's my website. You can also find me um, through blackflagstrengthandfitness.com. That's um, the gym where I train out of. Uh, Ryan is the co-owner there, so you can find me there as well. Cool. All right. Well, everybody knows introduction shows, um, great shows, because I want uh, number one, I want whomever comes in here to be very comfortable, um, and everybody always wants to know a little lineage about whomever is coming in here. So I already told Nicole the first question, but I'm going to give it to her, and so everyone hears this. What, what, I mean, what were your inspirations? What got you motivated to start training? Okay, well, this goes way back for me. Yep. I actually was a ballerina. Uh, when I was a teenager. So that's kind of what I did. I was a dancer, um, loved ballet, a lot of athleticism involved in that. Um, and then li- a little bit later on, I um, I was a young mother, so I, I knew I needed something to kind of get back in shape after my pregnancies. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of like the, the depression, you know, po- postpartum. So I started um, getting healthy for myself. I started just walking and then running and then jogging. And unfortunately, I got so into that and my nutrition wasn't great that I got a stress fracture on my femur. And um, that led me into more of the weight training. I knew that I I needed to get stronger. And so um, kind of started into CrossFit, um, kettlebells a little bit later on. And I've been hooked ever since. So strength is kind of my path. And that's, that's kind of the path I've been on for the last Oh, I would say eight years or so. Yeah, that I'll tell you what. Um, I love hearing you say that. I'll tell you why. Because we've been dropping the hammer on this constantly. Because you know, you and I'll ask you this. This is going to be part of the question, obviously. You know, we love doing a lot of different things. Let's face it. You know, I've seen you with the Atlas Stone on the shoulder and and and, mm-hmm. and everything else. Okay. And I love that stuff, but you know, let's be honest with each other. As you just stated, it doesn't matter who we are. I don't. I don't feel there's enough emphasis on health because I'll tell you why. You and I both know you're a businesswoman. I'm a businessman. 
you know, obviously your husband is, Ryan mm-hmm. is, just about everybody on the show is an entrepreneur of some sort. But yes. and it goes with life too. Let, let, let's you and I be honest because you had to deal with things like that to get in shape. But tell everybody if you don't have your health, what do you have? All right, and I want to hear that what you think about that because. I don't think this has been hammered down at all in what we do. Everybody, I understand because I'm the same way. Let's lift bigger. Let's lift heavier. Let's lift, you know, things that the world's telling you you can't do. And I love all that. And obviously you have to be in damn good shape to do stuff like that. But you never hear the stuff, the, the real emphasis on health. So what do you think about that? Yes. And I think there's a couple of different aspects with that. Um, you know, there's that physical health and mental health. And I think um, originally, honestly, I got into into it for my mental health. And I think um, that's something that's not always talked about. Yep. I think uh, women deal with that a lot, especially after um, pregnancies. And so that was, you know, I've been on medications and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But that was my way of of kind of medicating myself or helping myself out of that. Um, and then, you know, secondary to that was I lost weight. I was able to, um, you know, feel healthier, fit into my clothing. Um, you know, and I think women that we always have this number in our head or there's this pressure to be a certain size. Mm -hmm. Um, what I, I finally was able to come to for myself was that I just wanted to be strong, especially after that injury. Yep. You know, I could be, I got down to 112 pounds, but was I healthy? Right. So it's not always about what's the number on the scale. It's not always about what we look like. It's about, you know, how we're treating our bodies, how we're treating our minds. And um, so that's really where it started for me was um, trying to help myself mentally. Physically was the secondary. And then um, from there, just kind of growing into these um into confidence as mm-hmm. to what I could actually do so where it was I'm trying to get as skinny as possible it became I can do this lift yeah I can get stronger in this lift and so yeah it it becomes this mindset thing but first and foremost you have to take care of you yeah um to be able to you know and honestly that's I think that makes me a better um entrepreneur that makes me a better parent wife yep, yep. um being able to mentally and physically deal with those things. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because, um, you know, especially what, regardless what it is, there's a lot of people out there. And, and this is something that's real important because you raise a great, a great question for me is this. There's way too many people beating up on themselves. It's bad enough out there. Mm-hmm. There's such... Look, I, I, I don't want to get into a lot of things here politically or anything because I, that's not what this show is about. But if you are someone that's wrapped up in television, radio, and Internet, and texting all day, you're going to lose your mind eventually. Um, yes. I've seen, I, you know, um, I don't even like talking politically to people. A lot of people in my family are... Uh, I don't know if I'd say middle of the road, liberal slant. I don't know. But a lot of things, we differ on some things. And it can get real, it can erupt. And um, mm-hmm. I don't do it anymore. Um, because I'm going to tell you this. This is some of the things I've learned with rewiring especially. Um, if you want to 
build a business. Now, Nicole, I'm going to say this with no trepidation at all. I'm going to build two multi-million dollar companies. All right. I, I'm not, and awesome. that, that's confidence. And, yeah. um, and I'm not afraid to say that because I've had people say, well, isn't that cocky? I said, no, it's confidence. I'm yes, put, I'm I put, love it. Yeah. I'm putting in the time. Um, mm-hmm. and I've said this before. Um, you know, we've heard many things out there and there's a lot of truth to it. You know, we go to the island, we burn the boats and we either survive or die. Well, I put it even a little harsher, which gets my mother and my sister really upset with me and anybody else is this. I said, it's going to kill me or I'm going to kill it. How can you say yeah. that? I said, yeah. be- because that's the, that's the line I drew in the sand blood wise. All right. I, that's it. Well, what if you're not where you are or, you know, look, at you have to go out and get work now. I said, this is called dedication. Be dedicated, mm-hmm. be confident, and not only that, say I know. Those, that, those two words are so powerful besides like I am or anything. Show that you have power. Show that you can do things. Show that you have strength. People, this is, and I'm going to circle the wagon right here when we talk about the way we talk to one another, the way we talk to ourselves, I hear more people, they talk to themselves like they're just garbage, like they're nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying to myself, okay, and then you wonder why you don't like your job or you don't like your boss or you're stuck in this nine to five that you feel the whole world's falling down on you. They'll come to me, well, what about exercise? I said, start walking. Well, I don't have time. Right. I, I said, how many hours you sit in front of the TV at night? Well, I like to Okay. I said, well, right there you do have time. Even if you're watching three hours, cut it down to two hours and go out for an hour walk. Go out for a half an hour walk. Go somewhere, yes. go, right? Go somewhere else that you're not in your house. Go to a park. You know, go see somebody that you haven't seen in years. It, it, it's very hard. This is why I'm talking about rewiring. It's very hard to get past all these habitual things we've been doing for years and years. Go ahead and comment because I could go on forever. Mm, absolutely. I think, you know, the internal dialogue, we just, it's easy, you know, it mm-hmm. gets easy to sit. It gets easy to not change. And so um, I think it has to hurt bad, badly enough to want that change. Um, but it, it starts small, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I know we all, all, we've been cooped up in the gym all winter. We're finally seeing spring out here, yep. and so uh, I just tell my athletes, you know, even start small. I I want them to get outside, so they're in the gym with me a few days a week. But on those days off, I want them to start with a thirty second walk. Nice, you know, and they're all yep. they're all in great shape. But we've been indoors, you yep. know, yep. And so um, so I just say start small, be realistic. Do something that you can do today, maybe the next day, but chop it into small pieces that you can bite off and chew so that you can kind of set yourself up for success. Yeah, um, t- totally. And I'll tell you one thing, and that, that's how we talk here. Take small steps because once you get that, it's going to take you a while, but you will hit that goal, whether it's a short-range or a long-range goal. But you hit it right on the head because the thing is, 
with small steps, you can make it happen. It's like there's too many things we see out there, all these phony fitness fads and 90-day program, and we give you all your food, and, you know, you don't have to work out hard. I'm like, are you kidding me? People are still mm-hmm. buying into this. And uh, go ahead. take. I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead. Take. Oh, it. no, you're good. And you're absolutely right. It's it's these quick fixes that people want, that people are impatient about. Um, you know, it, it does. It starts small. And I'm, I try and be realistic. You know, everyone, you know, we have families. We have, yeah. we are short on time. We need um, something that's going to get us where we need to be. But it's have, doing these habitual things. And those they're going to start small. And then we kind of make those bigger and bigger as they go along. And um, I try and be really realistic with people and not just have them dive into something that they're going to quit yeah. 30 days later. Yep. You know? Yeah. That's, and, um, um, go ahead. It seems to work, you know? It's, it, yeah. Because, you know what the great thing you're doing, like we do here and everywhere else, you're not overwhelming them. And especially yeah. if they've been not active for a lot of years um, because you and I both know the kiss of death is to load them up. That's the end of them. They're not coming back. Oh, yeah. Right. You make them so sore they can't walk the next day, Yeah, and they're done. They, yeah. they don't want to be yeah. in that much pain ever again. And you know what? So. You and I are the type that I'm sure that I welcome. I mean, right now I am hurting so bad from yesterday sit, <laughs> sitting here, and you know what? I don't care. I, uh, mm-hmm. we're doing stuff here in the power rack in the, we call them mashing middies that, um, well, Ryan and I were talking about a lot of people are talking to me offline. I'm working with, uh, John McKean, who's probably in his late sixties, but he'd been a big writer for years with hard gainer and he's in the all around lifters. He's an incredible lifter, not a re- real big guy. And we've been doing an older York barbell, um, style of mid-range rack work where um they're using a lot of isometric holds back then you know bill march was the man um dr ziggler just stuff that people have no clue to what it is of course john was around and well he was around in that era so you know what i'm saying it's like holy cow Mm -hmm. well yesterday um you know with this kind of stuff uh you're starting dead stop off the rods you have another set of rods four inches above and you do your isometric hold on the last round. So here's the thing that's crazy. You do at least a 25-minute, 20 to 25-minute, we call it a heavy hands workout. And this came from a, a doctor, Leonard Schwartz, that was famous for literally the name heavy hands, that you strap these to your hands and you, I do like a cross-country skiing motion, 95 feet up and down my driveway, but that's joined with two more movements that were very big that he and John did that was called a squat pull-up and a long strength good morning, and it's all body weight, all right, for multiple sets and reps. So you do the three in sequence with one another. Now, here's the mind-blowing thing with this. You can only do two movements, usually maybe one because of the hammer job you do on yourself. When you go in, let's say, squats yesterday. Now, I've had to drop my squats down considerably, um, but that's the way it is because you have no leverage point with this stuff at all. And when you're starting them dead, it's even harder. Um, I walked in, the, you only have two sets to do, both singles. So a guy like me, it wouldn't matter who it is, you've got to start pretty heavy and then obviously um, maximum out. 
So I opened with a 418, which went real easy. And the last one I did, um, 500.5. It was so damn easy coming off that rods. I held it for a count of six and I felt like I could hold it for a week. I'm not kidding either. Wow. Now this stuff is what I'm talking about. Um, this stuff is blistering and I'm using it all. This is a big, cause I've, I've talked to Ryan about this. For everybody, when we when I say Ryan, Ryan Stewart, everyone knows him from the show. I said I'm doing this exact style training with the, the Hoosa Steel Stones I have that I used to get ready to go to Iceland. Now to to wind it all up, it's like this. It's the same way with you and I training people and all this. You have to obviously make them um, very comfortable with being and doing what they're embarking on, say it might even be for the first time. I had to go that same way with this, because if you have an ego or you're insecure in any way, this thing the first week would have carved you up and put you on the side of the road. I decided that I wanted to use this formulation of training in everything, whether it's pressing, whether it's a high pull, anything like that, and stone lifting. Take the opportunity and make it so good that when I go to Iceland, it's going to be like, that didn't even look like you were holding a 418-pound stone for 50 meters because you got it around here so fast. So that's my yes. that's my thinking perspective of everything now. But, uh-huh. you know, as you see with what you do, obviously the strong, and we're going to get right into this, but I, uh, the point I, I want to make is when when – you know, when you embark with new people, even people that have been your clientele for a long time, what what do you see changing? I mean, the ones that stay with you and the ones that are getting serious more and more and the ones that are going to stay with you and they're going to have a very positive outcome, which we all know, this goes into your personal life. We hope that they love it so much they're starting to bring it out and show other people. You know what I mean? And you made yeah. you made the great point of this, obviously. Starting with your lineage, obviously, of having children, maybe um, feeling a little depressed, you know, and, and, and lacking confidence. What got you back on the tracks? Obviously, the mental end did. But you know something? I still believe that the physical point where you start is going to involve every other thing within your being because you got to think. So you're starting to use your mental end. You've got to eat in this and that. But I, I've said this before. Training, especially with people that have never done it to the degree you and I are going to teach them and they're going to stay around, altering diet is one thing. But what I found with people, even myself, things that you used to like because now you're becoming very efficient all over. You don't even care. You know, maybe you used to like to eat six pieces of pizza. Now if you even like it, maybe you have two and you're satisfied. But go ahead. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I That just reminded me. I, I was a Diet Coke lover, and yep. I can't I can't drink it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it does. I think, um, you know, at the time I was having some, some issues. I don't keep drinking. Re- Meaning to bring it back to myself, but I think uh, it's, no, it's fine. Um, it's why I relate to the people that I um, I am coaching, especially the women. Yeah. Um, I used to suffer migraines twice a month. Yep. And so, as soon as I cut out, you know, more exercise, less sugar. Yep. It was just those two things, and my health increased, and you know, 
existentially. So it is, it's just, I don't know. It's some of these people just, just one step at a time, just doing one step, one thing, more water today, more veggies the next week, you know? Um, and then actually seeing some results. I do like, um, with the, the women, especially, I think it's, increases their confidence yeah. and they can do something new. Oh, I can lift that. Yep. I can, I have been doing Zercher squats yesterday. Yep. I can do that. Awesome. You know, and yeah. yeah, it hurts a little bit, but, um, at the same time, it increases their confidence so much every time they learn a new skill. So, um, no, I think that's a great thing because, um, People need to be confident. They need to believe in themselves because, as I said early on in the show, you got naysayers normally all around you. If you do listen to media, everything is pretty much negative. You can't do it. You need us to help you. I I, I don't aspire to any of that, all right? What I do believe is you help those that are going to shoulder the responsibility and be able to take over eventually. I think that's the solution to everything. Um, it's not me holding your hand all the time. And you know what? It's like, you know, with children, I know with my nieces and nephews, sometimes they fall and skin their knee and start crying. You know what? You don't want to see anything bad happen to anyone. But, you know, they got to get back up and be resilient. And, you know, one thing you can learn from children, they are resilient, man. And I mean very resilient. And they're fun to watch, and the confidence, you know, no one's telling them other than something dangerous. No, you can't draw that picture, or no, you can't build build the Legos there. Or, you know, I got um, my little niece, well, we call her Maggie, her name's Madeline. She's the peanut out of all the girls. She's only 10. Well, you want... You want to talk about an athlete, you ought to see this little kid get into handstands and do handstand push-ups, um, <laughs> fall into a wrestler's bridge and hold it forever. And one of the greatest things, my brother-in-law is a teacher, but he's a varsity football coach in a big suburban school here. And uh, he had Danny. Danny's the youngest. He's uh, my little nephew. He just turned seven. Um, he had them both up to school in the gym with him one day. And I'll tell you, imagine if she weighs 60 pounds soaking wet, that would be a lot. He had a farmer's walk implement. I think it had 110 or 120 on it. She deadlifted that thing like nothing. Wow. Yeah. And, and the fu- awesome. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, it was a few years back, right? It's funny as hell. The, the boys all like Madge. Because Madge is kind of a tomboy a little bit. And... um I was dying. I used to go watch her soccer games, and I'm telling you, Nicole, she was like teeing off on these guys and knocking them down <laughs> and shit. I it was fun as hell, and um, it's just I it, I I admire kids, especially my family, where you know it's 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 a lot of fun to not only do things with them. You know, but to watch them, you know, my oldest niece, Natalie, is quite a long-distance runner at, she's just 16. Um, she ran in a big thing here. It's called the Fryhofer's Run for Women. And I think there's close to a 1,000 women from all, all over the world that come to this. And, and it was a hot, muggy day, and she never ran in that stuff. She scored 60 at 15 years old, man. 60th. Wow. And the same with my other niece, Suzanne. Uh, quite a volleyball player. Now she's throwing shot. Um, it's very interesting to watch. And, 
you can get a lot of cues from kids where, you know, that's what I say, you know, um, adults that are kind of like on, on the, um, you know, left, they're not sure, you know, they're like on the seesaw. You'd be surprised what you can learn from kids that are athletic like that, you know? Go ahead and comment. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I was so happy when my kids got into sports. Um, yep. I have three boys, and I had two that wrestled, one that played football, and then yep. one that um, played soccer. And there was nothing I loved more was just watching them, you know, have to go against an opponent. and. Yep. What great life lessons, yep. you know? It yep. was it was amazing. And just having to fight tooth and nail yep. and losing sometimes, winning sometimes. And it was just, it is. It's like this great life lesson. And I think that's another thing that fitness is great about. Yeah. You know, great about fitness. It's these tough things that we can overcome and then we can apply it to everyday life. Absolutely. So it totally transfers, you know? And, yep. Um, People come in to me, they just, some, some of them want to just kind of sweat. They don't know what they want to do. We get them confident, and then we push that envelope a little bit. Hey, let's compete. Yeah. This is coming up. Let's get you ready for it. And then they actually have something measurable yep. that boosts their confidence even more. And then, you know, we, we kind of push that. Not, you know, a calculated risk, you know, is... But it's not, it's intelligent. It's right, not, we're going to push you until you're so sore and you can't do this ever again and you're injured. We do, you know, we're intelligent about it, but when they're ready, I'm there to push. Yeah. And so we're, I'm getting a bunch of my, um, my athletes ready right now for a tactical strength challenge that's coming up. And we're, they're doing all these kettlebell snatches. And today I had one of my clients and I said, okay, we're doing 200 snatches today. And she <laughs> looks at me like, what? Um, but I knew she could do it. I yep. had the confidence in her. And so because I had the confidence and I knew she could do it and, and she was at that, that learning point or that, that point, that teetering point, we pushed her to it and she, she got it done. And yeah. it was, wow, I did that, you know? And there's nothing like, there's nothing like success. I don't care what anybody says. You know, we don't, we don't seem to deem success you know, if you listen to a lot of people, it's like, oh, you don't need to do that. And, you know, why do you want to make somebody feel like, you know, they? it's like, I don't think on those lines and I never did. It's like, if you don't let someone go out eventually and either do it or not do it, you're doing them a disservice. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing. And I, we're going to get right into this now after this. That's one thing I like about the rack work and the stone lifting and the sandbag lifting and this is it and this is what i tell people all the time here's the deal you lift it or you don't there's no i I don't want to hear that look at we all can make excuse i didn't get eight hours of sleep or you know my kid was sick during the night or you know whatever i had a headache whatever the point of the matter is that's what i love about what we do it's there's there's finality to it in a lot of ways, but with that finality, you get another day to go do it again and beat the pants off it, so to speak. And that is what's important. That's why the dedication to this show and everything with everybody out there is this. There's a lot of people out there with shows and this and that, but I'll tell you what, and I know what people say. No one, no one offers 
the quality of like what we do here and we always give you solutions and we're not an infomercial it's like when we get into content here like introducing you now you're part of the m&m family this is what i'm saying is this that you know too many people out there are quick to criticize but slow to change or slow to give a solution to somebody. So what, I'm going to have a show here that's just going to beat the snot out of you and then end it and not tell you anything? Never. Never, never, never. And you know something? There's nothing wrong with being critical. But if you're going to be critical, make sure that you can offer something to offset what you just criticized. So if these people are so interested, guess what? Now you got them started on a road. So if they want to contact you or contact me, they have the opportunity to talk to us. So this is how you do it. You can comment on that, but before I do, I want to throw this question out at you. Obviously, I know you were kettlebell instructor, and you still are, obviously, and all the other things that you're involved in. But I'm real interested, too, especially with the stones and the and the circus dumbbell and all that. And I want to talk to you a little bit, obviously, how did you get into strong man slash strong woman, et cetera, et cetera. But comment on, on anything else prior to that, if you would. Okay. Um, you know, I love, I, I love what you're about and, and this podcast. And I, again, I just need to thank you because I, I think, you know, we share that we are just really passionate about what we do. You know, we want to help people and not just with fitness and getting healthier, but in their lives. So thank you for having me again. And, um, and then just to uh, kind of answer, I, I'm kind of new to the strong strong man thing, but it's yep. something that um, I love. I love learning, you know, new modalities. The stones, I, I was kind of, I had done a little bit in CrossFit, yeah. um, the Atlas stones, um, but these are heavier stones, and I like that. Uh, it's very similar to, you know, a clean, that triple extension. And I love cleans. That was one of my, you know, favorite um, lifts. And so uh, I just have, what's really cool about this, this gym, you know, over at Black Flag is that um, I'm not only, you know, a a coach, but now I have um, these mentors to teach me these new things. And so Ryan's been really instrumental in that. He's been great just to you know, um, take some of his time when I want to learn a lift or whatever. And, um, we like the unique stuff. We like the strong men mentality. And, uh, so we have, we have, uh, these things custom made for us. So the, the barbell, the dumbbell, I could not get down to the gym quickly enough. (laughs) You know, I'm doing my adulting things at home with the kids and, and with life. And they're like, Hey, it's here, it's here. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like I, couldn't get down there quick enough, um, and they were great to kind of load it a little bit lighter for me sure. to start out, you sure. know. And uh, yeah, I went for it, and and I just I love the different modalities. Like I said, it's a new skill. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah. confidence builder. Yep. Um, but it's strength. It's all. It's about strength. So, um, I love like the strongman. Um, you know, the different tools and, sure. and the techniques. Sure. Sure. And um, the stones is something I really take into. I, you know, the natural stones are a whole new beast. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm excited to k- kind of learn more with that stuff. I've 
kind of been on a strength um, cycle of working up to to a deadlift that I'm going to be doing in a little bit here. But um, I do like the stone because it's a great, you know, it supplements well and it'll it's good on a lower and upper. I mean, you use the whole body there. Like you said, there's no halfway about it. No, it's either going no. up. Yep. Or it's not. No, it's not. Know? And I'll tell you, um, you know, we've talked about this multiple times. I've had a lot of big lifters over here. It's hard to get them even interested in a stone, but a lot of them that are got huge deadlifts, um, they're not even lapping a 250. Um, and they yeah. get pissed as hell. And I try to tell them, whole different lift. Well, I can do yeah. it. I, I know what you can deadlift. I know that. And it's incredible. But don't ever think... That, you know, I've had people come over here and say, how much is that one? I said, in the 400 area, 390 to 400, it'll be an atlas. I said, go ahead. I mean, you know, uh, we'll put a little thing under it so you don't pinch your fingers in case. Um, can't even budget. And, you know, that you yeah. and I both know any lifter doesn't want that, especially by people that he knows. But, look... <laughs> You know how many times I've been wrecked with a stone? I mean, more times than you'll ever know. Um, I've had them where I fell backwards and they rolled over the top of me. I don't see. Ooh. I don't care. I don't care about those things anymore. I don't care what people think. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in business, that matters. Uh, obviously, lifting. I'm very prideful of what I do. But you know what? If I choke a stone, too bad. You, you can make fun of me all you want. I don't really care because I'm going to come back. Look. I designed these steel Husa steel stones, we call them. When I went to Iceland the two times, um, I took all the measurements of the Husafell stone. So these stones, even though they're out of steel, you load them with shot or plates, or okay. both, okay? Um, they, these are beasts to hold. I mean, the sides, I taught, as Ryan, I told him, and I had Ryan get in touch with Bill Crawford, um, who's an incredible stone lifter. He's been over there right. multiple times doing it, I'm sure you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got a, a little over an 8-inch side of a stone alone. All right, that's huge. Um, obviously, they're all volcanic, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head right now, but they're talc smooth. it's talc smooth. Um, there's no handholds for anybody that doesn't know what that means. You can't dig your fingers into it because we know the power you have to have with your fingers to lift any stone. And here's the, the crooks of the whole thing. You got a 418 pound stone that could literally kill you. And when you pick that up, you've got to move that 50 meters around the sheep pen that's been there probably for hundreds of years that Sonori Bjornsson, the priest, built to hold his goats in one side while he milked him on the other side. And guess what held him in? The Husafel stone, okay? You have to walk around 50 meters where you're up, down, all around. It's all on shale. It's no pretty blacktop. And when mm-hmm. I was there a few years back, you know, there's some of the stones, where the way it was built, are even sticking out a little. So you got to know where you are when you're walking because God help you if you ever tripped over one of those stones, it, you would die. If you ever fell, that thing would pancake you and kill you. So what I'm saying is here, anything I've got here at the house, and we've got tons of stuff, um, it's like anything. Did I pick up a 400-pound stone initially? No. I don't think I – I think I picked up a 150-pound stone. Um, 
if you think, unless you're some kind of, like, if you're like half Thor and you're seven feet tall, maybe you come in and you pull 400 or 300 pound or no problem. But those, I'm sure those guys, maybe they tell you, maybe they not. There's nobody picking stuff up like that initially. I don't care who you are. Right. So, you know, exactly. you know, the thing is, it's like everything. You've got to build it. I mean, look, it, we've seen enough video. Ryan's put enough on my Etched in Stone page, and we had him on a few weeks ago, like I said. Look at what's happening with what he's doing now, all right? Yeah. Did you see him starting like the other day? I think he had a 400-pound stone. He got just to his lap, and that's it, but he's getting closer and closer. Oh, yeah. Now, now when he was on the show, see, here's the thing people don't get, and I'm glad he said it. I have a lighter one, a medium one, and a heavy one. Why? Well, this is common sense, folks. You can't train heavy every damn day of the week. I don't care who you are. I, I don't care if you're chemically enhanced, too. You are not going to do that every day of the week. So I think that was a great thing he said because you don't see people talk about that enough, and especially out on Facebook, which is so damn phony. Everyone's yes. picking this up, okay? All right, great great lift, but you're telling me you're doing that all the time or you're exceeding that? I can't believe that. But go ahead. Take it away. Yeah, it that isn't uh, you know reasonable. We all have to kind of... Um, cycle through where we do like a light, medium, and heavy day. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we've been doing this long enough, like Ryan and yep. um, yourself, that we can do a little bit of intuitive training, you know. And if our heart rate's up a little bit too high one day and we're yep. sweating a little bit too much, we know to back the intensity off. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it isn't. It's not, progress is not linear. Strength no. is not linear. It's, no. You know, you get a little bit stronger, and then, hey, let's back it off a little bit. We need to be able to build those muscles. And, um, yeah, and, and then, you know, heaven forbid we get a little um, injury or, or whatever, right, then right. we have to take even more time off or, yep. you know, that intensity even uh, lessens. But I think the important thing is to be smart about the training so that we can have that longevity. I mean, I'm 40 years old, and I'm, yep. you know, just starting into – the the kind of the strong woman end of things and i'm loving it i'm a yeah. patient person most yep. of the time um so i know that you know i'm going to be lifting heavier a couple of months from now and even heavier six months down the road but i think we need to be intelligent about that training yep and give ourselves enough time but like you said over prepare yeah you know ryan is over preparing so that he will be ready yep for for iceland yep, yep. Well, tell, yeah. let me let me tell you this. You got to be excited as hell about this because you know I know with the CrossFit and all that. I mean, we know what that can do with you. But this is just my personal opinion. And I'll ask you this: Maybe you haven't got to that point yet. I think with what you're doing, I do, Ryan does, et cetera, et cetera, and a steady diet of this stuff over the years. And it all depends, obviously, what you're putting in your mouth with a fork. But there is one thing. This type of training still conditions you like nothing I've ever seen, no matter what. Um, I guess the question is, well, this is what I think, um, because it'll be interesting to, wa to watch you now the next three to six months if you're p posting stuff, obviously. Um, I got to believe you'll be in the best shape of your life, and not only in a dense way with muscle, and I I I've had women here, oh, my God, I don't want to get big. You don't. <laughs> number one, n number one. Let's 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 clear the table. 
it takes a long time to get big. All right. My point is this. This is how, like, I've seen it. Like, Nicole is going to have, obviously, deeper muscle bellies. Um, she's going to have ligaments and tendons that you're going to have to use, like, an axe to, car- to cut in half. And her whole top to bottom, as we talked about in the beginning, is going to change. See, metabolically with this stuff, I don't think there's anything out here that works like it. Now, I'll give it right to you momentarily. There's people I have taken where anybody that comes here has to learn to master their body weight. And I gave you the three movements that I do with them. It's the same stuff I do here. If things bother them, obviously you have to alter it. But nine times out of ten, I've been very successful. Secondly, I've taken, I took a guy here, a number of men, that were in the 270s and had nine-month bellies on them, which, and they're pre-diabetic. And within less than a year's time, I've had them down to 229, 222, 218, and I had one guy, he was too lean for his height, down to 208. And you know what I used besides body weight? Sandbags. Nice. And, and I, yep. t- I took sand. I, we're going to put that course out soon. It's called Etched in Stone for Men, Women, and Children. I can take a stone bag and turn you into a beast. And I mean a beast. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we did use some barbell stuff after that because at that point they were critically ready to do it. But I do things in phases that I don't see a lot of people do. And you said the word, confidence. When you're making these small steps to glory that's and you're building that type of confidence, I can go to them and say, hey, look, let's do some step-ups with a sandbag today. I want to introduce you to them. Okay. It's not any of this stepping back, none of this resistance. You know, you can read people facially and bodily. And you Mm -hmm. watch this change happen. This is why I said before when we were talking about the show and everything, we have the people and the the platform here, in my opinion, and I know people say to me, ah, how can you do that? I believe we can change the world with this stuff. I I, Go ahead, take it, take it. Absolutely. I, and... Um, I love the, you know, the strength with the conditioning along. Yeah. That's why uh, kettlebells is such a great tool as well. And that's yeah. why I really believe in those. But, um, yeah, you know, we can use kettlebells for carries. We do a lot of, um, well, we're getting more into the carries now, mm-hmm. um, now that we can go outside. Yep. But, um, you know, overhead yep. um, for mobility, um, rack carries for strength in the core, and then, um, you know, just ultimate strength for the grip and everything. We use those carries and, um, yeah, it, it does. It's interesting how, when you add some, a strength, um, piece to their training that it does, it's this metabolic blaster and they just seem to get better results quicker. Um, and so it's, it's so much, but you know, when I hear these women, no, I'm just going to do cardio, cardio, cardio. Good luck. I've been a, Yep. I've been a skinny fat runner. I've been a skinny fat runner with, you know, 25% body fat yep. and now, you know, doing weights, kettlebells, it's changed my body. Um, and now, you know, the, the stones and things and, and I'm not, you know, super, super lean athlete and, but I'm usually, I usually have her around 20%, 20 yep. to 22. Yep. And yep. for me, you know what, I'm fine with that and I'm healthy there. And, um, but it is. It's just that 
adding that strength portion, that strength piece, and yeah. realizing that it can change your body. Your, yeah, your metabolism is better. Um, you know, after your 40s, we need to start worrying about our bone health. Exactly, so, exactly. I mean, even 35, 35 really, but... Um, Plus, yeah, plus you, you and I both know there's a lot of hormonal things starting to take off. Um, oh, yeah. But I'll, yes. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Nicole. Um, I never liked anorexic women, and that was a lot of what was going on. Um, they look like little boys. They lose their top end, everything. I don't think that's attractive, and I don't really I, – I, and you're seeing it more and more. There's more um, curvaceous women coming in now. I'm not talking being – hanging off everything. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is – you know, think of like, I like watching a lot of the older movie stars, the women from like the, the 30s, the 40s, beautiful women. And they had, they had cur- uh, a curvaceous look to them. They were very attractive, the way they wore their clothes, their shoes, all that. that that's what I like. I don't like the, and it went for a long time, and it's flipping around now because anything I've read or you're starting to see, that look of being almost anorexic whether you are or aren't is gone now it's leaving the Mm -hmm. whole genre and you know the thing is you see so many young girls you know they'll buy into that they're basically starving themselves to death literally and they are doing that and then they're exercising with the the same old bodybuilding baloney where oh got to train three and a half hours a day i'm saying to myself you'll be dead in a month so you just can't you can't go on that way so you know, uh, practicality, I'll tell you what, I've said this before, we want to start eventually online or to some degree, I mean, I would even do a, a building if you could do it, but New York State is just not going to be my home forever because of just the tax rate to live here. You can't, they're not business friendly and brick and mortar, they'd kill me just in taxes, mm. but but what I but I but what I really want to do is like set up that style of schooling where... You know, learn how to do things, you know, go out and investigate, read books, you know, and put out, you know, we put out a lot of video, obviously they'd have a way to get a hold of everyone, start a whole thing like that, you know, how nice would it be, because I find this with, uh, I do a lot of stuff with obviously football players, basketball, things of that nature, you know, like you said, Let's try a sandbag. I don't know. You know, it doesn't work. I, I, I just want to go in and, and do pecs and, and biceps. I'm like, well, you're in the wrong place, all right? That isn't going to mm-hmm. get you on the field and make you a beast. So what I have found with a lot of stuff, especially with sandbag, sandbag work, it seems to graduate in the stonework all the time. Now, look, obviously we are doing the standard stuff with the, the poles, the squats, and I'm a guy that's overhead, but we do a floor press for a bench press. So um, a little mm-hmm. bit different harks back to older times. But here's the deal. I've never had one kid come here that after they I got him on a sandbag program, no one has ever said no to me for stones. And I have stones ranging. You talked about like river stones and natural stones. I've got stuff probably from three pounds up to... Well, if I load the shot in the Hoosa steels, they go to over five. But the ones I've made, the Atlas and the other stones that are natural, um, I've got stones from probably, like I said, two pounds to 490 here. I mean, if that's, yeah. if that's not enough to satisfy, I don't know what the hell is, man. Right. So, so you know, right. I, I, I love that. 
Yeah, but you, you know what I mean? I try to, well, we don't try here either. That's, uh, that's a no-no word for me. Um, <laughs> we, we, um, we gently nudge, um, for them, no matter if male or female here, to, um, let's go out and let's be a little bit better than the other guy or gal. All right. Um, and I believe when you speak to people in that tone and when they see you, whether they want to lift a 400 pound stone or not, usually it's a very good sign of respect because anybody that wants to do this is going to realize while that, that girl or that guy's put in 20 plus years in their training. So, you know, I will give them the benefit of doubt. So that, you know, that's how I see everything. But go ahead and comment. Yeah. I think it's one of those kind of tough love type of the things that we yeah. have to do as, you know, yep. coaches. And we know what's, what is going to get them results. We know um, what's going to make them stronger, faster in these areas. And they have to put that trust in you. So, yep. I mean, it's awesome. I, I'm sure your, your uh, clients and athletes are just you know, happy with their results. And, and that's kind of our job, but, yep. um, yep. I, you know what it is? I love probably like yourself. Now, if you live near me, I'd say, come on over tonight. We'll train. I mean, you know, <laughs> you got a 95 foot driveway and the first third of it is tires, uh, stones. Okay. And the barrels and everything else I got set up on the other side of my garage, We've got these huge six by sixes that go almost the whole length of the stone garage where it's literally lagged through the wall and you can lift stones off these big toe chains. You can do dips. You can do pulls. Um, and then the last thing is pretty cool. I did this because of Iceland. I didn't mean to interrupt. We'll get right back to you. Um, um, we've got the chains and my buddy's an electrician and I said, look, one thing I, I was telling Ryan about this he should really concentrate on is with these big stones, especially the Husafel, it has a tendency to try to pull you forward. Now, you can tear a peck like that if that thing rips you back because, I mean, it's so heavy and you mm-hmm. want to adjust and you've got to pick that thing up quick. You don't have time to dance around with it. So I said, you know, I'm going to work the insertion in the peck, the outer peck with the shoulder. So I was talking to my buddy. And I said, look, I'm, I'm going to use big toe chains to come off the six by sixes, but have you ever seen anything, you know, electrically? I know you're feeding wire through everything that I could put a dumbbell through. He goes, yeah, I've got just the thing. He goes, we use them all the time for electrical work. Well, this thing is literally hog tied to the chain. I mean, it couldn't break if it had to, the way we've got all the implements of steel ground holding it together in the links of the chain. Now, this is slick as hell. It comes down just like a fork in the road. And there's it's all steel, but it's coated in, in this rubber. I don't know, I don't know if you lit it on fire if it oh. melt. It's so thick. All right, so it comes down. So you have a round hole on each end. Guess what? You can put a dumbbell through it, and you know what I got it doing? It's suspending now in the air. So all I've got to do is push it up a few inches, almost like a partial with a hold. I get caught. All I got to do is let it down and crawl out from under it. No fuss, no muss, and I don't need any spotters. 
So, that is so cool. Yeah. So, I love innovative stuff like that. Yep. Oh, you love this. Pl- I mean, the stones. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm picturing this in my head. <laughs> it, so it would be like Disneyland for me. Yeah, yeah. You'd be, like, you'd be like, this guy's got a one-car garage, and I don't know if he could get another piece into it, but you know what? We make it work all the time. <laughs> That's the whole <laughs> point of it. I just love But you know what it is? That's the beauty of, like, when you love stuff, it's like, you're being innovative, you know, as I said, with the nieces and nephews and you have children. It's like you mm-hmm. want you watch the creativity out of them and no one's telling them, man. And it's like that's what I love more than anything about being an entrepreneur among a lot of things. I found my creativity again that I lost for a number of years mm-hmm. because I played a corporate rat. You know what I mean? Um, right. No good. I mean, it paid the bills. It would be paying a lot of them now, but I couldn't have it both ways. So you make decisions and you do it. Um, we'll do a couple more because I know we're a little bit over time right now. That's fine. Um, where do you see yourself at this point in the next year? Not only um, business-wise, what would you like to be doing if if you want to expand on where you are now? Where do you see yourself in, in the strength field? Uh, do we ever see you coming over to Iceland with us or what? I don't know. That would be maybe a little bit down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so kind of my roots, my my Japanese ancestry, I, I know yep. I started some research on some stones there. Um, eventually, I'd like to head over there. Um, but, you know, yeah, continue lifting, you know, yep. just getting stronger, um, doing my thing, getting more into some of this strongman stuff. Um, continue my kettlebell training. I, I really love that. I love my my clients. Uh, probably, you know, expand a little bit, and then maybe even doing some uh, some videos, um, cool. some YouTube stuff. Yeah. But um, as far as like, yeah, my business just, I think, you know, lean and mean is great. It's worked for us. Yes. Yeah. Even with our landscaping and. Um, and then just doing what I do and helping people, you know, one little by little, yeah. person at a time. So Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. You've got me really interested in uh, the stone, the Japanese stones. I have to now go out and investigate when we're off the air. Um, yeah, do some research on it. It's, it's really interesting. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to talk to my grandmother about yep, it yep. and just see if she knows anything. She actually lives here. She's been here since 1952, but um, just interesting history so that is interesting because i'll tell you do you have, still have family that you know of there yeah so all of her siblings live there oh wow um, wow yeah wow. that's interesting as hell i mean not only are you talking a heck of a trip but to go over and do stuff like that i mean you know it, it is part of your ancestry and i mean um i i'm i'm stoked i never knew there were any yeah. stones in japan holy oh, yeah. cow Wow, you might be starting a new trend now. <laughs> I mean, I think that's awesome. Um, well, and go ahead. give credit, it's it, Ryan was the yep. one that kind of got me onto it. He oh, said, okay. you know, there's a few of these guys over there that I know you're, you know, you have this ancestry. And I was like, Ryan, you're the best. You're so cool. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just the greatest mentor, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm just trying to think. Um I'd like to, next time we talk, I'm going to go out and see whatever I can find about these stones because I think that's a real interesting thing to talk about. But let me ask you this, one last question. Yes. Somebody starting out, I, I don't, 
male, female, it doesn't matter to me, all right? Um, but we can gear it to both if you want. Um, you know, you started out like all of us, you know, pretty simple. Obviously, you had children, you know, and there were other issues going on. But what would you tell a young girl or a young kid? And we're talking now, you know, if I had my way, Danny Seven um, and my brother-in-law does stuff with him. You know, I've made sandbags for him and Maggie. Mm-hmm. They work all the stuff. But, I, it, it, I mean, if I had a child, obviously, unless my wife dropped an axe on my head, the girl, the male or female would be out with me training or both, okay? I love it because I think it's... It does so many things, you know, regardless about the lifting, and we, we talked about that. What would you say to parents out there or anybody, the kids too, if they came to you and, Nicole, you know, I'm eight years old, I, I love why, I love watching you and what you're doing, what would you tell them to do at this point? Oh, you know, I would, I would tell them to do be as active as they possibly could. And if they wanted to do something more specific, you know, yeah. like the lifting to come in and I think for kids, for kids, this is still play, yeah. you know, adults yeah. see it. We see it as work and, Oh, we got to work out. Yep. This is torturous, but for kids, they see all of these things as play. So I think if we could help them, you know, continue with that mindset that this is a playground yep. and that they can have fun being strong and active, then that is going to hopefully, you know, kind of carry on through their adulthood. But, um, I, you know, I've been to gyms where they, they have, um, kids classes or, you know, the kids are, if they're old enough, they can be involved and actually attend a class. Um, but you know, even one-on-ones with kids, I know that there's some athletes that are, um, in sports that'll come into our gym and, and be trained. But, um, yeah, I would just make it fun. Make sure that they're still having fun and challenge them, you know, to their ability. But just, I think it's so important to ingrain that in kids that, that fitness can be fun. Yeah. Strength can be fun, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, because I think too many people try to shove it down their throat and make them like they're a 20 year old, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or they try and, um, use it as, a punishment. Okay, yeah. you're going to do 100 burpees for that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. No, I don't. I'm with you. I I don't agree with that philosophy at all because you know two things you're going to see happen. Um, they're not going to ever want to be active physically again. And secondly, you injure a kid because you see this a lot with um, a lot of girls in gymnastics, especially the young ones. And it's mm-hmm. like this with everything. They push these kids to the point where they mentally break. Or they physically and mentally break both. Um, the thing is, I've tried to tell people, look, I've got coaches in my family and all that. I said, just because it's a 16-year-old male or female, they have a breaking point, too. They have overtraining. They have times they can't mm-hmm. eat or they're in the bathroom all You know what I mean? It's like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people don't have that concept that supposedly, quote, unquote, are teachers with this stuff. They push and they push and they push, and then the parents get involved with it, and they push the kids some more. What do you think a kid's going to do if they don't want to do this? You know, so um, add anything else. Summarize anything you would like to here. Take your time. Um, give out your websites. Um, I know you're on Facebook. Any way anybody can get a hold of you, and then let me put out my material, and we will wrap up for today, please. Okay. Great. Well, thank you again, Eric. Um, 
I really enjoyed being on on your show. Thank you. Um, yeah. So my my website is www.bodystrongslc.com. Um, like I said, hopefully in the next uh, few few months, I'm going to be getting some videos out there and whatnot, um, just instructional and things like that. Um, mostly for for kettlebell training, but um, probably some body weight stuff as well. Um, and yeah, I just, especially for those women out there, I mean, see if you can find something that you love to do, get those endorphins going. Yep. If you're struggling with, you know, depression or, um, postpartum depression, get some help and then find something, some exercise. If it's a dance class, if it's, um, a yoga class, if it's a, you know, a weightlifting class, just something that you can do for yourself, um, Kettlebells are a great one too. So you can look up strong first instructors wherever you are. Um, but yeah, don't do it alone. I, I think we think we have to be really strong and internal and uh, we need to kind of get some help. So um, yeah, strength is important. It's, it's not something that needs to be worried about, you know, building muscles and things like that. It's actually a good thing. It's great for metabolism. It's great for um, bone and, and tendon strength. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those are other things we need to think about, our health, our yep. physical health, physical and mental health. So um, that's probably what I would end with. Okay. Um, and, and that's the thing, you know, like Nicole said and I said, just start. Don't, you know, yeah. don't look for, you know, it's great to have the pot of gold in your mind and you want it, but the only way you're going to get to that pot of gold is you got to get started. Think about this, like we said, health. Health is paramount. You can't be a husband, you can't be a wife, you can't be a father and mother, and you sure as hell can't perform the way you want to. You see a lot of people that are half speed, half assed. Look mm-hmm. at them, look at them, and look at their attitude. They're just beaten into the ground. Uh, this show will help lots of people, and it's like everything. Just get out there and get working. Uh, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Don't forget to go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., that is the premier product. Until um, Etched in Stone for Men, Women, and Children will be coming out soon. Um, also to our Prosperity page, there's a $25, a $50, and a $100. Um, 25 gets you um, the first module off Winners and Champions, Inc., called The Beginnings. Second, same thing, and you get a half hour of um, time with myself. So strategically, we can put something together for you. And $100 gets you the beginnings and two half-hour strategic sessions here for free. So go out, and like I said, you click. It goes right to my PayPal account. It's a piece of cake, and anything that you would like to give to the company would be much appreciated because, as I said, we will be here for 30 more years minimum, and you wait and see where we'll be even in the next year or six months. Um, I'm pressing the foot right to the floor all the time. So take a peek at that. Also, go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. I will have this... um, podcast up either tomorrow or Saturday by the latest. So now Nicole obviously has joined the family and is part of the family here and we hope to build many more shows with her because as I said to her offline, we have a lot of women on here 
But the way the business is now, whether I'm going in or out or whatever, not everybody can do times and stuff. So we are doing things with people because most people have been very understanding. They understand what's happening. And survival is paramount, and persistence is always the teacher and the thing that will get it done. And you have to believe, and you have to be decisive, meaning make a decision and stick with it. Go out and read about Henry Ford when he had his men build the V8 engine. It's not old stuff. It's stuff that is even more pertinent today. So go out and look at that. You can read about a ton of it out in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Also, don't forget about Fiorella Barbell Company, our YouTube channel. Real men, real strength, real power. And uh, as I said, don't forget to go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, the manly men's movement. Go out there, get involved, put a thread out in the discussion board, throw some video up there. Keep it clean. I don't want anything other than that because we have young men coming in here that I want to get involved here. And we've had, we have the fathers and sons shows and we've been talking so much about the mental end. It's going to become bigger and bigger. And this is why when I talk with Nicole and we, we talked about a lot of the things that she went through and a lot of other women that she teaches, you know, eventually we're going to be broadening that and bringing all of that in here too because one size doesn't fit all. And there's a lot of people out there, I say this all the time, there's a lot of hurting people out there. And they're just looking for a kind word sometimes, huh? Well, we'll say when we talk about five words to inspire, you never know what that's going to do for somebody. So think about that. Also, too, uh, don't forget about advertising here. Um, it's on the homepage of MotivationMuscle.com. Fill out the form. I will call you because I don't go back and forth with things like that. It's a, You have to be um, not only responsible about things, but I think it's a sign of respect. And that's the way I do things here. I want to talk to people. That's what I do for a living besides many other things. I'm not a guy, if something quick, we'll email, but that's where it lays with me. I, I, I don't feel like doing that. That's the trend we're setting here. Don't forget, too, one last thing. Um, we're doing that free strategy session here. I will talk to you if you're in New York. Come up here and train at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. I'll give you a free hour. It's nothing like you've ever experienced. And don't forget, I can talk to anybody in the world via Skype. So you got Every way to get to me and I to you. Also, too, um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else with that? No. Um, If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words of inspiration. Like I said, five words can change your life forever. And if you don't think so, say something where we hear so many negative connotations towards people. Look at all the people now that have their head hung down. I learned one thing at... I think it was 9 or 10 when I started lifting by my uh, martial arts teacher. Two things. Never walk with your head down and never walk with things in your ears where you can't hear. Because you know what's going to happen to you? You're going to become a victim. Believe me. So listen to that. Also, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what they're dealing with. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it. Um, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red domination, 
We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. This will always be an aggressive show, no matter who's on here. That's just the way we run. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. My dad. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest, my greatest uh, chiropractor. We, he's going on four years. We lost him to cancer. He'd walk every patient in the door and say, "Keep smiling." Say that on your best or worst day, and you want to see a mind shift. We're going to get into that subject, whether I do that on my own or with somebody here. That will blow your mind when you hear that. Also, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Um, join the family. Join the revolution. As Les Brown says, you'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We got your back, and we believe in you. And I don't know many people in today's world that would ever put an offer out like that. Nicole, you did great. Um, it was great to have you on here. Um, and I look forward to the future of having you on here more. Um, you're a very positive influence, and welcome to the family. Thank you so much, Eric. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. Look, before we sign off, um, remember, life is asking from you. Go out and do something special today and every day of your life. And like I said, you never know what you say to somebody that could change your life forever. You never know. You might never run into them again, but those five words could do it. So take the time. So for Nicole Davis, as I said, we will have the show up, if not tomorrow, Saturday. This is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Go out and do something great because you all are geniuses, and remember that. Have a great week, everybody, the rest of the week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.